Welcome to the Good, the Bad and the Ugly NRL Podcast. Here's your host, Rod and Dave, in the Electric Sheep Music Mobile Studio. Welcome to episode 21 of the Good, the Bad and the Ugly Podcast. It's Dave here. I'm in the Electric Sheep Studio in Glebe. Uh, Normally it would be Rod with the intros. I'm doing my best here. Rod's not actually with me at the moment. I'm looking over at, uh, at the Uber producer, Kate... Just wondering if she knows anything. Um, I, mean, I know we've got we've got cans and mics and different things. Uh, just has he dialed in? Rod, are you around? Rod, D- Dave, I'm here. I'm on the Brookie Hill. I haven't left. I still can't believe it. You're on the Brookie Hill. How? So you're with in the mobile studio? I, I've been here since Saturday. Did we really lose, Dave? Did it really happen? I'm sorry, sorry to say, mate. That was uh, that was not a dream. I'm still here waiting. I, I thought maybe they'd come running back out and maybe play the second half again. Maybe a third half, even. Yeah. Well, we are we are going to have a, a bit of a conversation about that in detail later on. It certainly fits into a, a few different categories today, depending well, on your on the okay. point I, of view. I, I can do this, Dave. Okay, I can do breath. it. I can... You set to go. I'm back. Now I've already done the intro. Yeah. So you don't need to do that. So we can go straight into the good. The good. The good. Dave, the Roosters. Where do you start with them? 92 points in two weeks. And Latrell Mitchell has gone from the kid that we thought, you know, should we put him in origin to the best player in the game right now? He's, he's Greg Inglis, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Coming up to origin one for, you know, in the, the month leading up, they, I think there were three centers that were, that were vying for contention. Roberts, Ewan Aitken and, um, Latrell Mitchell. And now there's headlines about him being a future immortal. I mean, he's unstoppable. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, shout out to, to Colin from, uh, Bris Vegas. He, um, Certainly, uh, that performance from Latrell Mitchell with the Roosters last week didn't go unnoticed from, uh, from young Cole. So he's jumped right on the bandwagon. Uh, he's ordered his jersey, as I said, and, um. What? So he's no longer a Brisbane fan and he's, he's now he's Roosters? Allegiance. You're joking. I'm not joking. Anyway, that's, that's enough talk about him and, and the Roosters. But Latrell was, um, he was, well, as, as Trent Robinson said, he was a beast. He was unstoppable. 44 points in two weeks, Dave, by himself. Remarkable. Remarkable. I mean, I mean that'd he, be good for any team, let alone one player. Look, he owned Will Chambers in the Origin series, and yeah. he he would now be the premier centre in the game. And there'll be a test team picked at some point later this year, I guess. And he's probably the first first back picked. Yeah, it does which, make me think. You know, everyone uh, carved up Manly the week before and said how bad they were, but were they that bad? Maybe Roosters. I mean, ninety-two points in two weeks. They're on fire. They're killing everyone. Yeah, I mean, they're certainly hitting a sweet spot in the in the lead lead up. I mean, what. What's fantastic for me is the possibility that the Roosters and the Storm will be playing a grand final. Uh, and the, to have Smith and Cronk playing against each other well, on grand final day, given the year that, that we've had, mm. I mean, that's, uh, it's a mouthwatering clash for a whole lot of reasons, isn't it? It is. It sure is. And, you know, Melbourne, of course, they're on fire too, aren't they? They're playing very, very well. They are. They put Canberra to the sword last week. They really just... Yeah, they seem to do it pretty easy. There's like yeah. a bit of a switch that they can just sort of flick, and uh, they they got a lot of talent. For all the the players that they've lost, they tend to just have a production line of people that come in. And Munster is, uh, you know, similarly to Latrell, he's come out of that Origin series just on fire, fit, um, you know, just big and fast, very strong. He's going really well. The other thing I wanted to mention, I know Manly were diabolical. I 
special shout out. 13 minutes. Well, they're brilliant for 67. Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Brian Kelly, who you've, you've had a little oh, bit of. Mate, he was the man of the match. That's his name, isn't Brian it? Brian Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So he's, you've mentioned a few times throughout the year that he potentially isn't much chop. He actually looked quite good in that oh, game. No, no, he's a good kid. He's just a little bit small. Yeah, he looked, he looked pretty good from what I saw in that game. That he was, try he it, scored on the dead ball line. We were sitting in the grandstand at mm. Brookie saying, what a great day we've had. We're 24-6 up, 13 to go, and Brian Kelly's going to be man of the match. Absolute standout performance. Standout performance. Before you go on, should we move to the bad? We should. The bad. Do you want me to lead us? Yeah, you go, yeah. I mean, I assume... Well, is it bad or ugly? I, th- I thought it was in the ugly, really. Oh, look, I'd, I've got it in... Um, I've got it in... But go ahead. No, I've got it in the bad. Mm. So, I mean, let's call it as it is. Uh, it was the worst choke in the history of the game. 110 years. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Yep. Uh, four tries scored in seven minutes. Yep. I think at the th- with 13 to go... It was 24 to 6. 24 to 6. And with. Just six before that, we actually went for a penalty goal. Not even that hard a shot, really. And DCE struck the post. Yeah. It would have been 26 6. Yeah. But it struck the post, went back into Penrith, Penrith Arms. Mm. I think that was the end after that. Yeah. I mean, even. Like 20, a tidal wave. 26 6, they, they still would have got on top of you. I mean, that very hard to stop, like we saw in that Bulldogs Canberra game. Um, when a team like that gets on a roll, mm. a lot of attacking flair. And the bounce of the ball, that bounce into Cleary's. Arms for the last try is a yeah. nightmare. That uh, the ball never bounces like that. That was a literally bouncing on an angle to the left towards him. It could have gone a hundred other ways, and there were manly players around, and there's no try. The one that got knocked out of Tom's arm. Yeah, yeah. But t- for me, you know, three quick tries that can happen. Teams can catch up. It was still twenty four twenty two to Manly. They should still win the game. But Tom Travovic, I've been saying it. You know, he's a great kid, but. All this media hype about him being the greatest thing ever, it's a bit over the top. He's not that good. Brett Stewart is still and will be a far better fullback than Tom's ever is at the moment. That's not a, you know, that's, Brett Stewart was just that good. Everyone forgets pretty quickly how good mm. these people were. Brett Stewart mm. would never have made that mistake. That was a real rookie error. He gets a kick downfield, mm. he beats one, tried to beat a second tackle. To do what? It was just just loose, take the tackle. Loose carry as Loose well. carry, and we lose the game. And it was just That's a yeah. real rookie error. Yeah, yeah, they still had six minutes to go. It wasn't game. Well, they didn't score the final yeah. try in that, that, the final five yeah. seconds. There was still opportunity they were after. Shattered. Four tries. They, they, they were absolutely shell-shocked. Four mm. tries in seven minutes. Yeah, un- unbelievable. I, I think I said the other week, I, I remember seeing the Warriors score three tries in seven minutes against mm. the Bulldogs, and I didn't think I'd see anything like that again. Then Canberra did even worse. Yep. So to see it again, I mean, it's... And I think you, we're getting more and more of that, you know, the, the attacking capabilities of some of these teams is, is remarkable. They get on a roll. You can score points quickly, which is, you know... I've also got to say, um, Trent Barrett, <sighs> time to grow up a bit, Trent, you know, man up a bit. Mm. I mean, yeah... It's very easy to blame a coach, and do you blame a coach for a team conceding four tries in seven minutes? Well, he's sitting there sh- as shell-shocked as everyone else. But at the press conference, he needed to man up and talk about it, and he just he carried on like a fan. He, I almost started crying. Like, mm. mate, you can't carry on like a fan. You're the coach. Well, and the week, the week before, the not-in-the-dressing-room thing, and anyway. let's Dave, I think we need to move on from that, because there are other things that caught my eye, and one of them is... Gareth Widdop's blonde Justin Bieber hairdo. Mm. It's not working, is it? Well, it's not working. It's not working 
uh, from a personal point of view, but but also for the team. I mean, I'm not sure they've they've done that well since he did die. It's a bit of is a it, risk, isn't it? Well, I mean, it, it's, it's focus on the right stuff. Well, remember the the famous Joey Johns red hair at Brookie, actually, when he had an absolute worst game of his life, shocker. Yeah. The Blondu, it's it's a bit of a statement, isn't well, it? I mean, unless there's a really good reason for it, right yeah. now it looks like a distraction that's affecting the team. Do you think Mary grabs him this week and marches him straight down and, you know, gets it re-dyed? Maybe. Well, it can't hurt to try. Who are, who are they playing? We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later, uh, yeah. yeah. clearly well, it's not working. Big game, actually, playing Warriors. Mm. Uh but, yeah, it's a strange look, isn't it? And um, you do wonder. The Warriors, gee, they had a big opportunity to, you know, cement themselves in the eight. They oh, played hard. Gold Coast. They're hard to pick. Tough first half. They come out in the second half and you're thinking Warriors will really show themselves to be a force in this competition. God, they're long-suffering fans over in New Zealand have waited all this time. Dave, they lost the second half 28 nil. Yeah, it's remarkable. We were just talking last week or the week before about, you know, of all, certainly from my point of view, of all the teams that, that might sort of, you know, jump out of the ground to win a grand final uh, outside the favourites. I thought the Warriors, you know, they're, they're a team that is so hard to stop when, they, when they're on a roll. Um, but year in, every year, they just, they sort of fall in a heap in, at different times. And it's, um, yeah, it's remarkable. You think every year, they, it's a bit like the Dragons. You sort of think, okay, well, maybe this year we won't see that kind of, mm. you know, end of season sort of, drop off but we see it dragons warriors canberra it's sort of repeatedly really and then and then the teams like the roosters and the storm you've got these other teams that you can just bank on them you know they get to the pointy end of the season and they just sort of go up a gear and you can just count on them but yeah the warriors aren't in that category they really Gee, they're frustrating aren't they you mm. know so many people would like to see them go well but they just i don't know they, i mean 28 nil second half i mean i guess we've got to give credit to the gold coast that we're not I mean, they were good. And, gee, this kid, AJ Brimson, that we talked about earlier in the season, well, yeah. we didn't even know his name. Mm. I think we called him AJ Stimson or Simpson I'm still not sure that's his sure. name. No. no, no. He's going very Could well. Could be a made-up name. Yeah. Maybe his name's Kevin. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, gee, how good was he? Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. going really well. Very good. But they're, you know, they're another team. Like, just and the Don. The Don is good. Don is good. Brinko he's Lee. He's re-signed, by the way. Oh, great. I thought Brinko Lee went well. Yeah. Uh, former Bulldog, temporarily. Yeah. Um, right. Inexplicably dropped from our first grade team a couple of years ago by Des Hasler when he was the uh he led the stats for try assists yeah. at the dogs. Mm. Dropped to reserve grade, so that was another good decision. Um yeah. Interesting game that one. Yeah. I thought the the Sammy try was remarkable. The the one he put a great step on two of us a check. Uh that was that was amazing. That was incredible. Yeah that was good to watch. Yeah, they're they're um strange team Gold Coast. They can be sort of pretty average and then they can really spoil a lot of teams and They'll be one of those teams in that in this run home that'll mess up a few results, won't they? Yeah, and and you know starting with last week. Yeah, definitely. Dave uh, Parramatta, poor old Parra. They're up twenty to six. Shades of Manly actually twenty mm. to six up, uh, with longer to go. I think it was about twenty something minutes to go. Uh, but gee, they looked like they were going to have a win. The Hain plane looking all right, and then it all went a bit sour, didn't it? Souths came back, not very convincing, but they came back. Yeah, they sort of hung in there, didn't they, Souths? Yeah, they. They had a really good period through the year. I think at one point everyone sort of had them as the comp favourites, but it's just changing every every week, really, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I mean, Parramatta, they, they've they've had a number of games this year where you, you sort of feel like, okay, well, you know, the, on paper they do look like quite a good team at different times, um, and that they've played a few games this year where you think, okay, maybe this is the turning point, um, and, and then they just sort of they follow up with you know sort of not much at all. It's um, 
yeah, it's it's been a tough year for a few teams, and you know you feel for the fans a little bit. Not really, but uh, you, you know, enough, enough. Yeah. So that was all uh, sort of in the bad category, but I got a couple of uglies. The ugly. Dave, the Tigers. What an opportunity! Now I know they played the Dogs, so no disrespect to your team, the Dogs, who played well and deserved a win. But gee, that was a blown opportunity. The Tigers were flat, weren't they? Really flat. Yeah, well, they'd come off a couple of big wins, didn't they? Huge wins. Yeah, and that that can take it out of you. Yeah. I think that you sort of when you play. Doesn't, it does make you wonder how t- mm. players like Robbie Farah was actually on the field, given he was knocked absolutely unconscious seven mm. days before. Yeah, how, how was that allowed? I'm sure that's not not great for, no. for Robbie's future, but um. I think you know when teams when when they when they put a couple of big wins together, they look at the draw and they think, okay, we're playing a team that's sort of vying for the spoon. They probably you know even if they don't, they're trying not to do it. But I think part of you would definitely be feeling like you know we should win this. Or should they, win they, this? It'll yeah. happen. We'll come back. Yeah, we're we're going pretty well and that'll yeah. be fine. Whereas the Bulldogs, despite being near the bottom of the table, effort hasn't been questioned really at all through the year. Skill or you know finishing ability or whatever, th- that sort of thing's been a real problem. Um, but attitude has generally been amazing. You know, mm. the, the effort's been good. So, you know, it, it's not surprising that they're going to get a win against a team that's probably not completely turned up to play. Uh, definitely some good signs there. I mean, I feel like I've, I've talked a lot about the Bulldogs this year, so I won't bang on too much. But always good to get a win against the Tigers. Um, you know, got a, got a few uh, mates, former mates, um, who are Tigers fans. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of all of you. Indeed. Uh, Dave, the bunker. Now, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the bunker, but can we just change the rules? Why doesn't Todd come out and say, it's pretty obvious we're changing the rules? We talked about this. The bunker's allowed to rule on uh, being offside from a kick, but isn't allowed to rule on a forward pass. Why not? Just change it. Just change it now. Because we had the Cowboys playing Newcastle. Cowboys are having a wretched season. Newcastle, you know, good on them. They're playing well. Pong is back with Pierce. They were leading the whole game for mm. 78 minutes. Cowboys put on a forward pass that was as forward as you like. Mm. They win the game. Yeah. The bunker should have gone, no, nope, forward pass, yeah. no try. Yeah. Oh, look, Just I change mean, the rule. Yeah. God, let's do it. Yeah, and there is precedence for change. Um, you know, mid-season, you remember at the beginning of the year, there was obviously a bit of an edict from, um, from, from Todd and the, you know, the people up there to, with the referees to really kind of get on top of the play of the ball and, and, you know, the wrestle and all that sort of stuff. And penalties went through the roof. We were getting 20, 30 penalties a game or whatever. Mm. At some point through the year, I think after Origin 1 or maybe after Origin 2, can't remember, or before, anyway. Mid-season, uh, they basically had a meeting with the refs and said, you know what, you're a bit too nitpicky, just pull back a little bit on that, and you're looking for penalties and don't look for them. Yep. So interesting stat, since that has happened, we've had the Storm win eight out of eight, mm. and we've had the Roosters win seven out of eight. Very so, interesting. And I guess the only the reason I mention that, I mean, it's not really connected to the bunker, it's more about the fact that you can change things mid-season, that change has affected the Roosters and the Storm in a really positive way. And they're two teams that really are great with the wrestle. You know, they lie all over the players. They get up slowly. They put them on their back. They give away penalties on the line. Remember, you know, the Roosters would just give away a penalty on, on Every the time. line, yeah. set their defence. And, yeah. you know, so nothing illegal going on. You know, this is not about manipulation of the game or any of that other stuff. But there's certain styles of refereeing that suit teams. Um, and clearly, in this particular case, they've done the Storm and the Roosters a favour, and it's no surprise that those two teams are flying. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, one of those teams has got their own ref. 
Cameron. Well, yeah. That's another story. Another story. Uh, Cameron and Cooper. Now, uh, our old mate Andrew uh, Webster in the Herald reports that... Webby. Shout out to Webby. I know you're listening to the show. We love Webby. Um, Now, Webby says that Cooper's commented now. He's finally come out and commented on the um, Smith feud. (laughs) Yeah, I read that. But when you read the comments, he's not really commented at all. He's just said, yeah, we're fine. What do you mean you're fine? Well, no, what he said more specifically is, um, from my point of view... Yeah, from my point of view, we're fine. Yeah. So again, so, it's all a little cagey, isn't it? Like if you're really fine, you guys yeah. are hanging out and you're cuddling and you're coming out together. But and they're saying, not. We're, no, they're not fine. Yeah. From from. Do you think Co- what Cooper's saying, from my point of view, translation, I'm having a nice life, you know, just had a baby, it's all good. But from your point of view, you're still a dickhead. Oh, no, I read that as I don't have a problem with Cam at all. Cam's definitely got a problem with me. And, and everyone. I, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I'm Sorry, s- I'm swearing again. I'm still not shaking that, hands. That that reminds me. Uh, I do yes. look. I've tried to stop apologising for things during the podcast. Yes, but I will uh, just quickly apologise to. Um, we've got a we've got a fan, uh, Charlie from Fig Tree Pocket, Charlie. years old, right? Um, and I know he's a, a listener to the show, so I just want to say, hey, Charlie, thanks yeah. for listening, and I'm sorry about swearing. Um, and what we're going to do, because you've been such a, a great listener, we're going to sign a Bulldogs hat, and I'll get that up to you. So great. Look Is us he up a on Bulldogs the- fan? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but, so but he can have a hat anyway. He'll get a signed hat, because yeah. uh, he's a good kid. Yeah. So, yeah, just get on the uh, get on the Facebook or the Twitter or the Instagram or whatever you kids use. Send us your address, and um, I'll get U- a hat Uber up to you. producer Kate will get onto that. Yes. She's back, you know, this week. She's in the studio with yeah, me now. She's Remember in the studio. You, you told me, yeah, yeah. Because you're at Brookvale. Well, I'm at Brookie, but you said she's and back. I'm in the stu- she's back. Yeah. She's right there. Wow. And can I just say, it is our 21st birthday. There was a lot of hype around that last week. I'm slightly underwhelmed. Yeah. And, and by slightly Did underwhelmed... Did Kate bring a Kate in? A cake in? A Kate in? A cake in? She early. brought a Kate. <laughs> yeah, uh, but not a cake. You know what? It's beyond underwhelmed. There's actually not a, not a skerrick of... No, nah, I'm looking around. Mm. Like, you wouldn't know, Rod, because you're still at Brookvale, no. but... um. Yeah, it's a bit lonely here on the hill, I tell a, you. Not a balloon, cake, or streamer to be found. No, maybe next week. So, anyway. I might come into the studio next week and just see if there's anything there. Well, it'll look the same as now. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Have so, you been to that Black Star pastry place up in Newtown? It's not far from the studio where you are. No. Have you never been there? No. Black Star pastry. Well, it's in Newtown. I'm in Glebe. Yeah, I know, but it's not far. Best, best cake shop ever. They do this watermelon cake. It's amazing. Cake wouldn't know about that. Well, maybe maybe she can make up for the it's lack water, of famous watermelon and, cake. It's incredible. Yeah, hook a couple of brothers up with some watermelon cake for episode twenty-two. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. So, just while Dave, we're on. Dave, any other uh, news? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, ugly. Um, yep. Ugly. I did have something else. Crowds. Yeah. Uh, how many do you reckon were at Brookvale? Well, about six thousand. Six thousand. Manly, Penrith. But they, I of, think they counted all of us members twice to well, get it up to six thousand. Yeah. That. Yeah. Call. But, you know, 3 o'clock Saturday, it's a bit of a tough time. Is it, though? Isn't that the perfect time? And one time? week after being smashed. Wait, hang on. What do you mean a tough time? When's well, a better kids, time? kids, it's sport and people are working. No, no, no. 7.30 Friday night, kickoff is a tough time. Yeah. If you can't, well, it's not Sunday Arvo. Hang on, who's working on a Saturday? 3 but o'clock yeah, Saturday, uh, The average crowd at Brookie this year has only been about 9,000, so it wasn't much less, really. And they got smashed the week before, so who's going to go back? Only, Look, only me and the other members, really. Yeah, it, it's not good. I, no. I think even uh, Dogs it's Tigers, Dogs Tigers had nine thousand. Mm. But if Manly was running Sydney third teams. in the comp, there would have been sixteen thousand there. Yeah, but we're obviously there's a lot of fair weather fans here. Bulldogs, oh, Sydney Tigers. I mean, Bulldogs Tigers at ANZ should get more than nine thousand. Yeah, how did that happen? That should have been 
20,000, easy. You'd think but, so. But look at Roosters. I, mean, I didn't go. But hang on, Roosters St George, that was the game of the round. And, and Roosters were fantastic. Mm. That should have been 27, 28,000. I thought it would be. I How genuinely. Many was it? 19. It's not that many, is it? You know, 1967 grand final, I, I, I heard uh, capacity at the SCG was 45,000 back then. Yeah. They had 70,000 at the Dragons Rabbitohs grand final in 1967. It's amazing. 70,000. They had, they had yeah. people. Uh, What's my phone ring? Is there a duck it's normally on walking silent. along the hill? Oh, it's your phone? Yeah. Um, that's Tom Mort. Tom Mort's a uh, triathlete from my office. He's amazing, you know. He goes in these things when he swims. He swims 4Ks, and then he rides a bike for 180Ks, and then he gets off the bike, and he runs a whole marathon. That's remarkable. He's a freak. Uh, so He's I'm going just... to Hawaii. Anyway, okay. good day, Tom. Hey, He's winning the tipping comp. Hey, Tom, how are you going? Uh, congratulations on... Uh, do I have to hand something over, being last year's winner? Is there like a is there a, a trophy? Possibly, I don't yeah. remember getting one. Mm. But uh, should we talk about rugby league, or do you want to just let's? In okay. fact, I reckon we should go to this week's predictions. Weekend predictions. So, Dave, this week's predictions. Uh, we're starting on Thursday night, tomorrow night, because we're back to Wednesday recordings. Tomorrow night, the dogs, of, your dogs, are playing Brizzy mm. up in Brisbane. Now, is the ref your favourite ref? I must admit, I haven't had a look to see if Gerard Sutton's refereeing. He probably uh, would be. Obviously, if he is, then Broncos win. Yep. I, look, I think you'd, it'd be hard-pressed to pick the Bulldogs up in Brisbane regardless. Yep. David Clemmer's out for uh, smashing Moses Embi, which, look, I was going to be kinder mm. on some of the former Bulldogs players over at the Tigers. I, I was sort of mindful of the fact that we had a... At a live, um, a live invitation to Josh Reynolds to come on the pod, he actually hasn't responded. No, so that's all off the table now. Well, he just had an operation though. Yeah, no, and we still love him. No, yeah. no, no dramas with Josh whatsoever. But but it is, um, I feel a bit more comfortable giving it to Moses a little bit. He had there was a lot of stuff in the media about the um, lack of egos at the Tigers, which was a direct. Uh, prod at his time at the Bulldogs. Right. Um, but, you know, obviously the Dogs beat the Tigers in the last game. We just talked about that. But David Clemmer got suspended for a week for uh, for a late hit on Moses. Um, he's fine. Uh, but we all enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, Clem's out um, for the for the Broncos game, and you'd imagine that they'll get up. Now, the Lincoln Lewis uh, kitty, will Wally be up there, his uncle? You'd think so. Maybe. He's maybe. good, isn't he, this Lincoln yeah, kid? Yeah, he's going well. I mean, there's been... Good-looking boy, too, isn't he? That won't last. <laughs> Look, it's, it sort of reminds me of Tooves. When Tooves came into the Manly side at mm. 18, he was a good-looking little blonde kid. No, that didn't last, did it? Was he, he wasn't as good-looking as well, Lockie Well, not Lewis. as... No. Oh, Lockie. Lockie's a good-looking uh, kid. What, am I saying Lincoln? Lockie, Lockie of Lachlan course, Lewis. isn't it? Yeah, yeah Lachlan Lockie Lewis. Lewis. Lincoln's the... Um, the uh, Wally's son, who's the actor, of course. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Lockie, he's, yeah, he's very good. Did you see the Resilient hit? too. The hit from... The hit. Mo, was it Mottolino? Uh, Madalena, yeah. Yeah, Smashed absolutely him. cut him in half. Got straight up, played the ball. I mean, his ribs would be rattling around his chest. Still, sure I'd would. imagine. Dave, 6 o'clock Friday night, your favourite time. Newcastle are playing Tigers. Mm. I think it's Newcastle's 58th home game of the season, surely. Yes. Um, in a word, Tigers, do they bounce back? I think Newcastle probably finish the year strongly. It's it's very hard to, to pick the game. I mean, Tigers at their best, obviously, should mm. should win it. But I think the Knights have uh, shown some good signs. I've been particularly interested watching uh, young Cogger go around. He's obviously coming to the Bulldogs next year and uh, looks pretty good in attack. Had some nice touches last week. Um, yeah, I think Connor Watson's back in the team. Oh, so Cogger's not playing? I think he'd be out. Yeah, okay, Cogger I must admit I didn't look at the team list. I probably yeah. should have done that. Uh, uh, look, even still, I think uh, Connor Watson's, Watson's a, a great player. So, so you're tipping Newcastle? Yeah, I think so. Mm, interesting. 
I think uh, Ivan's too busy in the kitchen trying to tell Nathan to come over to the Tigers. Yeah. It's going to happen, isn't it? It's Gus Gus has given it his royal approval. Yeah, Gus is fine. I'm not standing is, in the way, he said. No, that's important. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird that he's he's been quite... Are they a bit distracted? Where does that leave Luke Brooks? Well, yeah. It's... Probably at the Roosters when Cooper retires. Maybe. Yeah. With Tedesco. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, 8 o'clock Friday night, Souths are playing Melbourne. Now, that's a cracking game, isn't it, at ANZ? Second game in a row. At, um, second game for the weekend, I should say, at mm. ANZ. Jeez, uh, can Souths knock off Melbourne? I yeah, don't think so. But I, they've, they've, they've struggled a bit of late. I wonder if they've had their eye on this game. And they've been, you know, they got past Parramatta and, mm. you know, they're sort of doing what they need to do. But I wonder if they've just been looking at probably the more serious test. Um, Melbourne, I think at this point in the year, what did I say before? They've won sort of eight out of eight or something since they changed the refereeing yeah, approach. Like that, yeah. So hard to tip against Melbourne at this point. You know, I expect them now to be in the grand final and go on a run. Um, yeah, I agree. Mm, tough Sa- game, though. A tough game. Saturday, 3 o'clock, St. George and Warriors at Wynn down mm. at uh, Wollongong. It'll be a nice day down there. Sunny. Yeah. Uh, St. George, I think. Will, yeah, they'll, yeah, I mean, both teams. I mean, depending on whether Gareth gets the hair sorted. Yeah. They're both coming off losses. Um, yeah, it'll be a good game, but I think Dragons at home. 5.30, Parramatta are playing Gold Coast. Now, that's a game that excites you, isn't it? Parramatta and Gold Coast. Not at all. At ANZ. Third game for the weekend at ANZ. Gee, I hope the turf holds up. How many people do you reckon they're going to How's gonna the get? groundkeeper going? That's his third game. Eels, Titans at ANZ. They'll be lucky to get 1,000. Yeah. couple uh, of families, maybe 2,000. I, I don't know who wins that. I don't care. No. Uh, Saturday, 7.30, Roosters are playing Cowboys at Allianz. Isn't that interesting how games can change? That would have been a bumper game a year ago. Mm. Now... Roosters, a bit of an easy win over the Cowboys. You'd yeah, think. you'd imagine. I mean, they're, they're flying. Um, Cowboys, look, they had some good signs in their win. Obviously, JT, people, including us, we've been at him a little bit all year. He's you know, seemingly dropped back mm-hmm. uh, to the field, but I think he's still second in try assists or something in the league. He's still, you know, he's, he's better than the average bear, mm-hmm. albeit not playing at his best, but the Roosters are too hot at the moment. They sure are. Sunday, 2 o'clock, Cronulla's playing Manly down at uh, Southern Cross, Endeavour, Ronson, Caltex, whatever it's called this, this year. We don't know. We still don't know. Someone should phone in and tell us what it's called. Uh, Cronulla will just, you know, I think Manly is still crying, aren't they? I mean, it's very lonely here on the hill. Yeah. I've, think, I've, I've mm. been waiting for them to come out and train or do something, but I haven't seen a thing. Yeah, there's not much training happening. I think for, for that game, they could rename the field Sharks by a Thousand Stadium. Yeah, I think you're right. See what I did, did there? That's yeah. Good. Sad, isn't it? Kate, see that? Yeah. Dave, Sunday, 4 o'clock, last game of the weekend, out at Penrith. Camp Penrith in Canberra. What do you think? Uh, grand final rematch. Mm. Again, I love I love that. I always will Royce be I? there and uh, uh, you know, probably he won't Ricky be playing. And... Oh, Ricky will be there. Yeah. yeah, no, he's the coach. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, but Royce and Ricky will they be having a bit of a hug before oh, the game? Maybe, you know, reenacting. Oh, okay, on the field and, and MG and you know. Oh, look, I mean, I, I think all they, the old players they'd have a guard of honour. I they? think grand final rematches should be celebrated. You know, there are only there's only half a dozen a year probably. Yeah. Um, so, what's the question? Who's going to win? Yeah, Penrith. Yeah. I don't know. Probably Penrith. Yeah, I, mean, I think they'll be on a high after. What's after interesting that last, with the table because we all thought Tigers had blown it losing to Dogs, mm. but then Warriors blew it. So Tigers are still only four away. They can still make it. Can still make the eight. Yeah, I, I think Canberra have pretty much given up at this point. They so have, yeah. I expect Penrith to come home strong. Yeah, they're probably organising the uh, end of season trip. Mm. Dave, uh, you've got a plane to catch, I believe. Yeah, I do. You should go. It's been a great uh, episode twenty-one, hasn't it? Uh, it's very cold and lonely here on the hill at Brookie. Yeah, look, I'm sorry. I'm going to get out of the cold. Loss. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been tough. It's mm. been a tough week. 
But um, a week's a long time in rugby league, and maybe we'll bounce back maybe. one of these days. You never know. You never know. Uh, well, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. You too. Enjoy, Brizzy, and um, I'll see you soon. Thanks, Rod. See you, Dave. You've been listening to The Good, The Bad and The Ugly NRL Podcast. 